like sucking. Legit bad podcast. Watch your fingers, booty hole man. Welcome back to Legit Bat. We're live on Rockfin. If you're listening on the audio feed, you can catch our video shows at uh, rockfin.com slash legitbat. We're here with the Big Dumb Podcast guys tonight. Guys, introduce yourself. Oh, I'm Joe. This is Jen. This is Ben. <laughs> hey, how's it going, guys? I'm Kyle, uh, host of the Big Dumb Podcast. I'm and Puds. This is Puds, my lovely co-host and companion. Yeah. Part-time lover, too. So. Ooh. Ooh. Full so. homo. Yeah, full oh, yeah. homo, dude. I love our, your first message you send to me was like you in parentheses full homo, and I was like, all right, get with these guys. So. Uh, what did I say? So let's uh, get together sometime, full homo. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Ooh, sounds like a good. Time. I mean, but, you got it. You got to put that in there if you want clear intentions from the get go. Yeah, consent is key. Consent is key. Yep. But yeah, dude, we're we're super excited. Uh, y'all hit us up. Uh, I love doing shows with other podcasters and uh, getting to know people and kind of you know spread the community around. I mean. We are small but mighty, and uh, we always have a good time. So yeah, I've seen a seen a couple of your shows. You have some uh, pretty awesome guests on there. A lot of a lot of the same players in our field, but that's pretty normal. We all get together and then spread our seeds, and then we cross pollinate, <laughs> and everybody has everybody on, and it's fun. It's a bunch of ancestors shit. It is fun. It is fun. <laughs> <laughs> how, yeah. how did you guys get uh, started on this? I'm sure you've told your story before, but we haven't heard it yet. So how did you get yeah. started on your little uh, journey? Um, kind of similar to you guys, uh, just. Uh, you know, getting drunk on the weekends or, you know, on a Tuesday and talking about crazy shit, you know, really interesting conversations where you're just sitting around the table or the fire, yep. absolutely hammered and just, you know, having a good time <laughs> and being like, man, this could have been a podcast. Yeah. Like when we're closing out for the night, like, Hey, this should have been like, what we just talked about is the exactly, podcast, you know? exactly record. Yeah. You end exactly. up, you end up, you end up like in hindsight, you get so wrapped up in the conversation that you don't want it to end. And you just use the momentum. You keep talking. And then by the time you're all shitty and you need to go, you know, fall into bed, you're like, fuck, dude, we dropped some shit tonight. We should have had that recorded. Exactly. Exactly. So that's what we, you know, and I've been wanting to, I've been listening to podcasts for probably four or five years now. And I've just always wanted to, man, I could do this. You know, I could, I could make this happen. And so finally I just bit the bullet, you know, bought some equipment, got it figured out and it's been a learning experience, but it's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, and we, we didn't set out to kind of, be in this conspiracy kind of world but we started like what november 1st of 2020 so i mean it was just like at the <laughs> height the of it. like chaos when we started and you know we just kind of like jumped on the train that was going 90 miles an hour yeah. and that's just we, this is where we ended up so um you know we're, we're gonna as things kind of well things have not calmed down if anything they've just gotten <laughs> way crazier but we're like hey we need a you know not necessarily like rebrand or anything, but we would just want to branch out. You know, there's so much that we're interested in so many uh, people we want to talk to, not just in this realm, but you know, other plate, you know, business and all, all tons of interesting stuff. So we're just kind of figuring out what's, of course, we're always going to talk about the crazy shit going on because that's what we love to talk about. And no one, you know, the 10 people who listen to the show aren't going to hear it anywhere else. So we got to, <laughs> um, you know, do it for them. No, that's what we, uh, I mean, we didn't mean to start out like that either. It just kind of naturally morphed into that because of the world we live in. And yeah, it's definitely not settled down there. If anything, it's gotten weirder. 
Uh, every day is something even weirder that we're like, we couldn't have even seen that coming. So we don't even try to like prophesy about anything anymore. It's just like, we're just going to watch what comes and then talk about it because you yep. can't call any of this shit. Anymore. It ended up actually being really great for the show because we always have something to talk about. Oh, like yeah. we probably would have not had a lot of topics if it was just drunk conversation. But we started <laughs> right around the time you guys started. We started in August of 2020. So same kind of thing. We're like, we had been thinking about it for six months before that, thinking, oh, let's do a drunken show. It'd be so fun. And then we're like, whoa, we're in a crazy world. And now we have so much content. <laughs> There's, it's yeah, so yeah. to do a show. Never, you could do one five days a week. It it's never so ends. You know, as a matter of fact, there's so much content every day when you wake up until the time that there's, I don't know, the next podcast. There's no fucking way that you can cover all of that and also reach out to the community that does this and actually get to know these people and talk about things that you want to talk about. Like the whole world has gone so bananas. You can't there's no way you can keep up with it. You'd be talking all day, every day. You'd never stop the live want stream. I don't keep up with it anymore. Like the, no. the political end of it. I'm just like, I, I, I can't. Dude, I, I, I feel like a lot of people are in that kind of boat and it it's kind of like a, a weird paradigm because I, I feel and I think others in our in our field too have a sense of responsibility like you know we who no one else is talking about this stuff no one else is bringing this to the forefront but like you said there's so much shit that it's a beatdown on you on you it and is you have to be strong in your resolve and your uh, your beliefs and and that's really hard when you're constantly being challenged on what you believe or uh, what you you know thought was true yesterday is not true today. Uh, and the deeper you go, the more you learn, the more you realize you absolutely know fucking nothing. Yes. And, uh, and it's it's but and that crushes your soul and your spirit. It does. Like, <laughs> dude, I so that's it's that we weird like balance of like, do I do I keep doing this because I, you know, I'm trying to get the, get the word out there i'm trying to fight and do what i can or do i just like you know grow a garden and tell everyone to fuck off and, and i'm gonna go come take that black pill man yeah grow. i'm looking more towards that just growing We're a garden growing a garden and we got chickens just, and we still talk about conspiracies i just love chickens, my chickens. Uh, yeah. yeah i just pet them every day and walk out in the garden and just kind of <laughs> Fuck off, everybody. Our chicken just laid her first <laughs> egg the other day, which is pretty stupid to care no, about, but we've never exciting. had chickens. So We're cute. not farm people at all. Well, so like, Y'all oh, are in California, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. So do you have Where like, you uh, we're in uh, West Texas, oh. uh, the panhandle. So like if Texas is like shaped like this, we're like up here. Right. So uh, in the armpit yeah. over, over by like Amarillo or Canyon oh, yeah. and all that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fuck? Yeah. We're in Canyon, actually. So I stayed in Canyon in 2019 while we were uh, moving from Jacksonville, Florida, back out to Lemoore, California. We actually stayed in Canyon. <laughs> oh, that's shit. awesome, dude. Why? It's a tour. Why? Supply. Because it was right. So it was just south of the highway by about 20 minutes that we were going to be going. But the yeah. reason why was we it was me, my ex-wife, our two children and our cat all packed into our 2016 Sentra. Well, we had to find a Best Western because we were getting free nights from all the stays that we were doing. And we had to find one that allowed a fucking cat. So that happened to be the only Best Western in like the Amarillo area that had a fucking room open for a Dude, fucking cat i'm literally oh, like we're two minutes from i can walk to oh really best western yeah. in maybe four minutes yeah I'm we right stay there. there yeah i i uh i work at the university here in town 
So I like, I like how Puds when I said Canyon, he's all, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> dude. I, well, I'm I'm born and raised in Texas. My whole like lived here most of my life, and I had never heard about it until I moved here. So. Yeah, I mean, most oh, of- that's why. Okay. Yeah, I'm from Dallas, so I was like, what the fuck? But dude, it's actually like as nice as it is out here. Like, I'd love to buy some land out here. It's cheap. You can build on it. But like, my whole thing is like, if I'm gonna buy some land, I'm gonna I I want to get at least one fucking tree. You know what I mean? I need at least a tree. Yeah, there's nothing out there. Dude, it's the fucking the high plains desert, man. But it's beautiful and it's lovely. And I wouldn't, you know, with all the crazy shit going on, this is like a great spot to be. You know what I mean? I'm not too worried about anything. Are y'all frozen? Did I lose you? No. Okay. Oh, sorry. Ben was just like, I'm I'm just happy. We were just listening intently. (laughs) You're down in if you're down there, so you're pretty close to Alex Stein, uh, big country from Whiskey Beer. Dude, we saw them. Uh, oh, last Al- week. Alex at- Jones is down there. Alex Jones. Yeah, he's in Austin. Uh, dude, I'd love to meet Alex away. Jones. I'd love to. But we were actually in Dallas last weekend for the Tinfoil Hat Comedy Night. Um, and we met Alex Stein. We met Big Country. Sort of. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, I saw like, him from across the way and yeah, waved, and he had to bounce. He had to bounce. I, but I didn't know he lived in Dallas now. So I was like, dude, what? I'm like, those are my stomping grounds. So um, it, was, uh, it was a really good, good time. Alex Stein is very tall. He's a tall. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, and he uh, he's he is uh, exactly what you see is what you get. I mean, that's him 100 percent. I believe it. We're yeah. going to have him back on uh, Sunday for the Sunday night shit show with Dangerous World and NY Patriot and I'm from New England. Oh, dude, Deep Share. We're going to we have a bunch of them on. Yeah, we're doing Andy or do Deep Share with Andy next week. Um, and then NY Patriot, dude, I, I, I fucking love the stuff that he brings to the table, man. It's just oh, such yeah. a unique take and uh his experience is so so unique that i mean you can't get that anywhere else so oh yeah we had a great talk with him about his weird oto shit and i talked to him like almost every day about just random shit and he did, yeah. he did this one on uh i was listening to it earlier on the randonautica app are you guys yeah. familiar with that yeah that dude, I away, bought, dude we did I shrooms and cool. did uh randonautica one day and it was just fucking weird yeah <laughs> have, can i hear weird. your stories because i have been dying to do randonautica we just haven't i've done it myself and everywhere it led me, I was like, I might die because I'm alone and I'm a little yeah. girl. This is like, in somebody's it yard. would lead me. No, not into someone's yard. It was one where it led off a trail. We live in northern California. There's mountains all around us. And it led like a mile up this trail. And I was like, I could do that. I wonder what I'll see there. My intent was cool. And I'm like, oh, it, I might die, though, on the way. So, yeah, okay. um, what happened it took with- to, like a private property, like, you know, no trespassing thing. And, and we were like. Oh, uh, yeah, not going to fuck with that, right? Yeah, now. <laughs> like in tech, you'll literally be shot. So I was like, yeah, yeah we no, were... we're not, not going to go there. And then I had done it before. Um, and I, I mean, I don't really remember. It wasn't like anything spectacular. Um, honestly, I'd rather go geocaching. Y'all remember that? Oh, um, yeah. We used to do that, that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we we have a cache out like, there somewhere. Actually, like fun, nice. you know, because you get to like, it's like a true adventure. You know, people go to the same spots and. You know, it's kind of like a little treasure hunt, but yeah, oh, yeah we, had like, is... we had like three or four of the geocaches yeah. back in the day. I and still uh, get emails about it. They're like, your geocache is very not well maintained. It's rained it on. Years. Apparently, that was a super <laughs> nerd thing to do, and I did not know that at the time. But it's like a super like beat down nerdy thing. Who I'm cares? like, whatever. It was fucking according fun. to who? Oh yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, you know, being out in Texas is great. Um, I've lived in uh, you know the Midwest up north. I've lived in the uh, you know whatever it's fucking called the northeast uh and uh dude i'm just glad i'm at where i'm at uh my only question is like when are y'all gonna fucking jump ship 
uh, y'all are sinking out there, man. At least that's what the news tells me. It, it's in like California? from Office Space. Why should I leave? They're the ones that suck. I like it here. Like I, it, that's what uh, we had Carlos Zapata on. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him, but he said the same thing. He's like, I'm not about to leave. He's like, this is my hometown. I love it here. I'm not gonna. Well, if anything, I'm gonna be the voice of change here. Joe, you remember several years ago on on Facebook, even uh, there was something that got brought up, and it had to do with the state of Jefferson and how it was never gonna pass. And I posted something about it on Facebook, and you were like, if you don't like it here, just leave. And I said, uh, well, it's not it's not about that. It's like I, I love where I live. I just hate everything that's going on with where I live. And after exactly after talking to Carlos, it was one of those, you know, do I do I leave or do, while I'm here, at least do I try to like do something for the community yeah. because they're going to stay and there's a lot of good people here and they want it better. Yeah, I mean, and I get, you know, I know different parts of California have it are in kind of different ways but like what can what can you do you know what i mean what can you do where you're at that is i mean obviously like you can do stuff for yourself that's meaningful but like that's something i struggle with is like what can i do where i'm at you know i'm just like i try to get more involved with like the local community like canyon is a small town so i try to shop at the farmer's market i get my meat from the local meat market like i do all these things uh, and just try to get to know people because because i can like i'm in an area where that's actually possible but i don't know where y'all are at like is it is a big city suburbs kind of thing so like no we're in we're in shasta county so we're in that part of california that's made the news for like rejecting masks like our whole community there are a few people maybe like 40 percent of the community who's on board with masks but most of them even the local businesses are like fuck this it's stupid so we're in a really cool tiny part of california that rules it's awesome we're not in yeah. a big city we, at we all just said that we're too. in like I the think, Reading uh, area i think we're Shasta talking county, about it's like a talking about that with big country about the uh how, how red it is up here and how much it's not like la yeah dude you yeah. drinking an aha that's what's up i never see those around Aha's well, good it's, stuff. it's an aha mixed with something I won't <laughs> plug on the show. We're so okay. we used to drink beer, and I know today is National IPA Day, according to some people. But <laughs> oh, is it drink, really? I'm a failure. <laughs> we now drink like a White Claw mixed with sparkling water because we're parents and we have jobs and we can't just get drunk all yeah, the time. We're getting hydrated, so we keep a moderate buzz all throughout the night. It's pretty awesome. We don't hey, get that's wasted. responsible. Yeah, 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 and it's Even still fun. Up- even me, I, I just turned 25 and I, I even now I have a hard time fucking drinking like I used to in college and stuff. It's just it's it's hard. It's rough oh, out there. He had a rough time the day after the comedy show in Dallas. Oh, my God. <laughs> we got so fucking trashed in Dallas at the at the comedy show. Uh, I had a great time. I was on shrooms the whole time and just was loving life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. But yeah, you just keep them coming. Keep them coming. You're just like, I don't want to wait for a drink. And then, you know nine drinks later you're like fuck yeah well that's why i was surprised yeah. we actually when we were in vegas a couple weeks ago we actually for our age kept up pretty well and we were drinking things like vodka i did a what did i have a, a knob creek whiskey neat which was a mistake by the way i almost <laughs> drinking it i was like it was uh, fine. i thought this was better than it was but yeah i, I kept it we're very down hydrated down. though we're drinking ahas so often mixed with white claw that when we go and drink a vodka mixed with Sprite and cranberry juice, our bodies are like, okay, we know exactly what <laughs> we to do. We know how to do this. this. <laughs> We're good. 
<laughs> so we never got drunk. Like the whole time, like we riding a bike. Drunk, but we never had a bad night ever. We also did have our children with us in Vegas, which is a huge mistake. I don't know if you have never again. kids, um, but it wasn't it's the worst the thing in the world. But it wasn't the most fun it could have been. Yeah. So I guess um, since y'all, y'all, all of y'all are parents, um, you know, Puds is having a baby here soon. Um, Congratulations. And uh, so, like, how are y'all? If you don't mind me asking, I, you know, it's a little personal, but like, how are y'all handling all this as far as like with your kids? Like, are they asking you like, you know, question, like, how does that all work? I guess. I mean, I, cause I have no idea. You know what I mean? I mean, I work with college kids and they're basically retarded. So, um, you know, how are you handling it as parents? <laughs> it's not bad. Uh, Our kids are a little older. We don't have little kids. I mean, my kid, my daughter is 15 and she's, uh, super smart and is just like me. So she's on board with knowing she has to wear the mask at school, but she also knows it's stupid. And I just told her, hey, there's certain things you have to do. It sucks and you definitely should speak your mind. But at the end of the day, it depends on what you wanna do. I want her to make her own choices. Like I don't want her to have to wear a mask, but she also wants to be a doctor. So I'm like, hey, are you sure you wanna be a doctor? Like the medical field seems like it's kinda going down the tubes right now. But I'm also really proud of you for being so motivated to do something so challenging. So that's really hard because I don't wanna shit on her dreams. But I also want to be like, do you want to be a giant liar or <laughs> I don't want to push it's pills, baby. Right. I was going to say, yeah, yeah illegal so drug dealer. That's what I mean. Do you yeah. want to do that and kind of just go along with what the CDC and the WHO tells you? Like, come on. But she doesn't. I think you've done a good job, though, Jen. I think that you've I think that you've done a really good job at preparing her for reality. Like, hey, look, it's really noble what you want to do, but you're going to have to deal with some shit and you might actually have to put some things behind you that you didn't think you would in order to do the job so just so you're aware of it like you're you're pretty good about that though i i was like do you want to start your own business though like you could be a loan officer like you could do anything I've been <laughs> you're all trying to like, hurt her a loan <laughs> officer that's what, I'm doing. That's, like, that's what i'm doing but i was like you can just do something else like anything like have your own business but i also am supportive of what she's doing so that's the most challenging thing for me because at the school Again, where we live in Shasta County, the teachers aren't even that supportive of the mask thing. They do say no. pull it up sometimes, but sometimes they're like, just pull it down. I don't give a fuck. So we're yeah. just very lucky where we live. Well, they're in the and same position. They don't want to lose their jobs either. Right. Yeah. No one's really yeah. supportive of it here. So we're not in a place where she's being fed a bunch of bullshit about how right. masks are awesome. And she'll come home and be like, hey, so-and-so got vaccinated today. I can't fucking believe that. And I'm like me either but we don't talk we don't judge people who get vaccinated because we don't want them to judge us because that's what's coming is the big judgment yeah, against no. people I, so i don't shit on people for getting that go ahead i don't care I, i've been kind of dealing with that myself too just because like i've had friends who like for the past several months have been like should i get it and i'm like i just i tell them hey here's what they're not telling you and here's the data to back it up like i show them like vares and all this stuff and, uh, you know, they're like, oh, that, I probably won't get it, you know. And then the other day, this this friend, he comes up to me and he's like, I got my first shot. And like, just because like we're such good friends, I just gave him a really hard time. Like I gave him a lot of shit. <laughs> he was like, yeah, kind of like, I don't want to see you for the next month. Yeah, I was like, I don't want your shedding. I don't want you to shed I don't want on your me. viral shedding. Yeah. So like stay away from me the next two weeks. And like my, my girlfriend today was like, don't you think that's like, you know, like what you just said, like 
you you don't want to judge them because you don't want them to judge us you know and i'm like i should probably text them and be like hey dude you know let's hang out you know what i mean but i just was like trying to give them a hard time but you're right like we can't approach it that way because you're not going to win hearts and minds like that you know and i honestly feel a lot of people that are vaccinated like don't agree with the passports you know what i mean it's only a a very loud minority of people who are like oh yeah we need to punish the vaccine unvaccinated which is obviously the the small minority that they give camera time to all the time because they won't actually project the correct numbers about what america actually thinks so that we're all like oh yeah okay i thought we all thought that go fuck yourself like it's always the loud minority some of the people that have gotten it that have been my friends that i it's not that it was the people I least expected to, but it was kind of a surprise. And when they told me about it, I was like, I have to like keep my normal face and not like <laughs> weird conspiracy face. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's good. good. And I think a lot of them just think of it as like a measles vaccine <clears throat> or something else. They're not looking into it like we are because we're crazy. So they're not looking into all the weird mRNA shit and who's behind it and the Gates funding, all this shit. All they're doing is hearing from Fox or CNN that, oh, there's this weird disease going around and we, now we have a vaccine. So just go get your vaccine. And they're like, OK, I'll do that. Or there's well, incentives well, at employment, too. Like they're like, you don't ignorance. have to wear a mask if you get the vaccine or you can do this at work if you get the vaccine. And a lot of people, if work is their life and their employer says that they're just going to do it out of. Just ease, just or ease or job. you have that guy in the tra- trailer park that's like, oh, I could win that lottery finally. I'm gonna go get myself poked. <laughs> oh gosh, I saw, people too. I, I saw a news story. Well, I, I actually heard it on on the No Agenda podcast. They always get the best clips of from the mainstream <laughs> media. Oh yeah, and they had one. I think it was like the last episode, not today's, but the last one where um, you know, it was like Alabama or something. Like oh, the <laughs> most, the least uh the least vaccinated, you know, rate in the country or whatever. And uh, what they interviewed like a poor white woman. And she was like, you know, I just don't get it. People are being stupid. They should go out and get their vaccine. You know, I did. And then it clips to like a, a poor black guy being like, I just want to get that scratch off. You know, it's like <laughs> these are this is how they think of us. They think of us as like dumb, poor people. And yeah, there's a lot of dumb, poor people out there and dumb, rich people, too. But like they don't re- like there's a big majority of people that are like just generally like have common sense yeah. and the the news media doesn't like to portray that you know they don't like because common sense would tell you wait hold on what's your track record Pfizer what's your track record Johnson and Johnson uh, okay you got to show me some more you got to be more convincing you know what I mean you can't just fucking offer me like a free beer and a scratch off ticket to like put my life on the line I don't know a lot of people would give it up for that though that's what I'm saying though a lot of people do <laughs> but there's a lot scratch off yeah it's ridiculous man yeah. I don't know I I have, what would you do? What would it take for y'all to get it? Unless you're already vaccinated, you know, I'm not judging, but what would it take oh. if I had like, what incentive would it be? Um, it would it, have to be a gun to my child's head and that I would know that they would definitely pull the trigger. Like if I knew that someone was going to kill someone I loved for sure, I would, right. I would be like, okay, I guess I'll die maybe now and you or later and you can put it in my arm, but that would be it. There's nothing that I need to do at all right. that I can't figure it out myself. Yeah. Well, and yeah. if you, they did kill you, you'd probably, they'd probably mark you as a COVID death. So um, <laughs> well, yeah, double well, tap no, to the head by COVID eventually. But yeah, I just, I wouldn't let someone I love die that I would get it for that. And that's it. Yeah. Well, it, that's, it, it, yes, it's that's exactly right. to anybody when not only are, are there so many incentives for it that are 
insane. And one governor or somebody the other day was saying we should give more incentives. Like instead of $100, we should give 1000 or $10,000. Can you imagine the problems that's going to create for the, the person that took, took the vax for 100 bucks or nothing? That's going to be a problem. But just the fact that they're offering all these incentives and the shot itself is free, nobody's suspicious of that at all. Like, yeah. No, the government's so generous, though. They're always so kind. Yeah, well, I'm, my, I'm okay. from the government, and I'm here to help. My my thing, my thing with getting it, what would it take for the breaking point? Is like I would take it if it meant that we finally got to a point. Like, I, for instance, nobody dies, right? But if they said, "Hey, if you take this, we'll make sure that everybody in America actually gets the freedom to choose whether or not they get it without any kind of blowback whatsoever," I'd be like, "Yeah, I'll take it then," because. That's the only thing that I care about. I don't give a fuck if you get the vaccine. As a matter of fact, if you want to and you actually think it's a good idea, go for it. I, I don't really get care. Get one of each. Yeah, go get one of each. Get one in each arm. I don't, I don't give a, a match, shit. baby. But my thing is, is that what I want is for other people to not give a shit when I don't get it. It's the freedom of choice. I don't want to sit there and have to have a battle over every time somebody gets it or doesn't get it. And be like, well, we think, no, just how about you think you should have gotten it for you? And so you did. And I think I shouldn't get it for me. So I didn't. And we can just go on our merry way. It's the same yeah. thing as people yes. that do drugs or drink or anything else. Yeah. Go ahead. Do what you want. Just don't bother me with it. Is shoot there a, something shoot that, a what would you guys take it for? Is there any reason that you guys would ever take it? Yeah. What's your price? Yeah. I think, oh, my price. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, dude. It's, it's like, if I, like. I could come up with like a fantastical thing, but being realistic, I think kind of like what you guys said, like, um, just it's the, like what Ben said, it's that freedom of choice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think if it was like, Hey, if I get it and no one else has to get it, I think, yeah. Um, or, you know, I'd say 10 mil and the ability to sue the vaccine manufacturers like give me like a, a pass to like sue if anything goes wrong because that's my biggest like one of my biggest things is like the they they big pharma has such so influenced our uh political uh establishment that like they actually passed laws where you can't sue uh right for uh you know legal you know any harm done and i literally i could you can sue mcdonald's for giving you a too hot of a coffee i should be able to sue fucking pfizer or moderna if they fucking make my dick fall off you know what i mean i would uh, like to point out really quick the the differences in both of those stories there one of those one of those prices was absolutely selfless and the other one was a hundred percent selfish he was like yeah so it's either i do something and nobody else has to do it or i get to do this <laughs> <laughs> okay here's another one the ability to selfish. sue would set precedent and then other people could do it exactly yeah. i know that's well, fair and, but here's another one let me fly into space on fucking bezos rocket and i'll prove so i can prove flat earth or not like just let <laughs> Let me go see. That's a good. I would do it for that. Fuck. You can give me all the shots if you can fucking launch me into space. All the shots. Did yeah. you see how wildly similar to a giant penis that thing is? This dude well, is an actual Dr. Evil. We need to start, oh, Bezos? Checking, vol we need to start checking volcanoes everywhere because he's got a base somewhere. Well, here's my thing with that. I think. I think why it looks like a dick because Elon Musk, some of his rockets look like dicks as he had well. To lay it out on the table. He so show I think bigger. these guys were so bullied and never got laid uh, in their formative years that they want to fuck the world and or like they, the universe. So they're launched literally thrusting their dicks 
into the heaven. <laughs> oh like they're like saying, fuck you, God, I'm going to take it up, you know, give it to you in the ass. And that, that that's literally it's like a subconscious psychological thing that's wrong with these. Right. People. They're like, yeah, like, look at the I, rocket. Mm. Yeah. They have yeah. such small dicks and they star. never got laid because they're fucking nerds that they <laughs> are like, I'm going to fuck the world with a, with literally a giant cock uh, that's on fire. You know, it's, I literally and I'm not. Yes, it's funny. And it's like I'm joking a little bit, but there's literally I think it's a subconscious thing that's wrong with these people that they have to overcompensate it's like dudes with big trucks that are lifted you know Ugh. it's like that but it's that. fucking rockets you know what i mean yep uh, and so I'm here, like where we're at i understand the guy with the big truck because like we're it's a ranching community so i get it but um that's yeah di- that's different okay that kind of a thing is way different than when you see a yeah. truck in our town that's lifted and immaculately clean janet deplorable janet hi janet she says Psh, i have a bigger dick than they do and you know what <laughs> I believe you, Dan. One hundred percent. I don't even need to see it, and I know that that's true. Definitely bigger balls. I think uh, should, that part's not true for me. I think we should send Janet. Like she should be like our. Uh, because you can't be mad at Janet, or like she, she can just say something, and you're like, yeah, okay. Uh, and when <laughs> she could tell you the most like fucked up thing in the world, and you feel like you feel better, you know, just because it's coming from her. Yeah. Um, we should invite so, her to come on right now. She's so awesome. Janet, you want to join? Janet, I'll send you the code. Let's do it. Yes, you. please. I can finally have a non-glitchy conversation with you, what I haven't had yet. But oh, yeah. like, she should be our spokesperson like for the world. Like, For sure. Janet should be the leader. Yeah. <laughs> Take me to your leader. Janet. What is that? <laughs> Ryan, Ryan and Brandon from Dangerous World said that she has an ASMR voice. They're like, she it's does. like a... It's like a meditation track that you listen to and you're like, oh, oh, dude, I would totally do a guided meditation from Janet. Holy Janet, shit. you could go fucking huge on YouTube if you just did little ASMR videos and guided meditations with some like gongs in the background of those people. get <laughs> mil- I know how much I watch that shit. You'd get millions of views and you'd, you'd make so much money on YouTube. Those they videos are, are so funny. They're like scratching like shit with their nails. Oh, that and, like, those are weird. Crinkling paper. I'm talking about the new age ones where it's like, wow. Oh. You know, she could like over- overlay <laughs> a meditation on top of it. Uh, oh, really quick. It says, hold on. I have to put on a bra. Okay. Oh, I'll- my God. Right I'll on. I mean, you don't have to. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> um, so speaking of um, like, what, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, the idea that the more. To go back to something that you said about the more that you know, the more that it's just kind of like, fuck, I don't know shit. And it can be very daunting and it can be very taxing and kind of like humiliating almost to yourself to be like, man, I just had this big truth bomb laid on me. And now I'm questioning everything that I ever knew. So uh, Monday we had on Whiskey Beer and Conspiracies and they sent us this link, uh, the lost history of Earth. I got that fucking link. Oh, you got it. You guys watch it? I watched I the first yet. four hours at work yesterday. What? You have uh, to watch the last hour, bud. Um, he ties it all together. Yeah. I ended up finishing it in under 48 hours. And here's the thing. <clears throat> so we had just got done talking about on that podcast, this whole like 1890 summit and how all of us just kind of got put here. And it's not what we all thought it was. And he's like, dude, you need to, you know, you need to listen to this. In the first hour, and this is what Joe and I were talking about, was when they were actually talking about history from like the the 1860s and how there was nobody around and the different pictures and whatnot. Joe was like, it's kind of weird. It's almost kind of like remembering. And I was all, that's actually exactly how I felt watching it was that it was almost like it was a history lesson that I had already learned and was being retold about it 
And, uh, and I, I'm not one of those people. I'm not usually very far out. Like, I don't I don't usually be like, oh, my God, like I got MK Ultra or any of that shit. But this was one of those things where I, I, I watched the whole the whole five hours going, Jesus Christ. Like, felt it, like you already knew it. Part of it. Yeah. Like, I felt like part of this was already a history that I knew about. And that I was it was like what the first entire hour was like deja vu. It's like that- a, it's like, a, you know. Dream? They kind of put this, yeah, like dreams or like in Jurassic Park, like genetic DNA, you know, uh, your genetic memory. Or Assassin's Creed, yeah, like the Assassin's like Assassin's Creed, yeah, dude. The genetic by uh, ancestral uh, memory, yeah. And um, so I think kind- that's. I think there's a lot of truth in that. I think that's why there there's a big push for collecting DNA, not only to weaponize it, but also for for things like that. Because, I mean, I didn't know when I first started playing Assassin's Creed games, I was like, you know, 12 or 13. I didn't get that part of it. And then I just started replaying some of the the newer ones. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is what all these games are about is this genetic memory. I told Joe that because I thought Assassin's Creed was gay. And then the, recently they started coming back on Xbox one with like all these like remastered editions. And yeah, that's I was what I looking, got. I was looking for something to read to redo. So they have like number two, two A and two B all in what they call the Ezio uh, trilogy. Yeah. And then I got, uh, I got all those. Yeah. Right. So when I first started playing the original one, because I wanted the story, I ended up finding out that the first five are all very connected in the underlying story about the Templars and the assassins. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know anything about that. I thought it was just a medieval game. A medieval assassination game is what I thought it was before that. So after I started playing the first one, I, we had just started this podcast, like within like the same month. And I tell Joe, I'm all, dude, there are not a lot of games that I think you'd latch on to. But this is one of them. Like it has everything to do with old world, futuristic world, logging in ancestral memories, the idea of being able to tap into them and replay them. And uh, I, I I do think that there is a lot of truth to that, but that uh, documentary that we all watched yeah, it was just and it, it, it kind it kind of ties into like bloodlines and and kind right. of things like that. But but so watching the the documentary, um, I kind of had the same experience you did, and I didn't realize this until you'd said it. Um, I feel like I, I felt like I knew a lot of the things that he was already saying, and it's. I, specifically with like the cathedrals and the towers and the you know churches and things like that i kind of was like maybe i had heard that somewhere because i've gone deep into like tesla and stuff like that before um but the whole through where up until where i'm at now it, it does feel i almost kind of tuned out at one point because i was like i feel like i've heard this before you know what i mean um but it yeah. was all new like i hadn't this guy whoever did this documentary went fucking deep man and it took takes a lot of work and a lot of research to be able to do all this stuff and obviously some of it was a little like he's like that's crazy right and his weird like british accent it was so funny when he's like yeah right he's like yeah i don't think so we're told and then it shows a woman like well what i told joe is i said i cannot tell you how many times at the exact moment where a question would pop into my head that would make me go "Uh, i think i think that that's I think that that's where he lost me immediately after that. He'd be like, but wait, I know what you're thinking. Oh, he's really gone off the deep end, ain't he? But wait and listen to this. And then you go on to the next one. I'm like, fuck, how do you know? How did he know that I was completely discrediting him in my mind? And then he would explain it. And his his evaluation of the moon in particular and the stars, which is what Joe and Jen and I have all talked about. It's like we just don't know what the fuck is up there. Like as much as we've been told that we're supposed to know what it is by NASA, like we just don't know what's up there. 
And so his explanation of the moon at the end and how that all correlated was, in my opinion, one of the best that I had heard. And I think that's that that's told, the uh, hour that you haven't seen today. yet. Yeah, yeah, that's what I told Big Country today. I'm like, dude, the ending part was the most that blew my top off. The yeah, the map of the moon. Like I'd heard that before. The that the moon is a reflection, but how the, it got there. But the way that they showed it, in the, the way that he showed like the different uh, the twenty six thousand year cycles or whatever, where it kind of like moves around. Mm-hmm. That was the one where I was like, what? Right, not an actual ice age, but ice walls that are moving as a result of They're moving because the sun is moving. Yes, it's melting and freezing. <sighs> yeah. Well, oh, what the fuck? You gotta yeah. watch the ending. Yeah. I, oh, you yeah, haven't watched I the ending yet. Okay. I will. I will. T- I will tomorrow. That's what I'm gonna do at work. You gotta send me the link. Though. I'll send you the link for sure. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, it was hard. Did, well, so I work by myself most of the time, like because school, mm-hmm. school hasn't started yet. So I just headphones in, and I'm like. Uh, you know, and I work in a shop like a wood shop, so I've got earmuffs over my headphones. I want to buy some of those Bluetooth ear ear pro, you know. But anyway, uh, so I'll literally just have my phone like off to the side, and I'll be like cutting wood and shit, and just kind of like watching, listening. You know, it's a little dangerous, but you know it works. I'm good. So, but yeah, it's it's a little nuts, and um, that that video kind of the he he lost me on a few places, and I hey. think I wasn't genuinely like watching <gasps> Janet. But uh, it was uh, the, the orphan thing. I need to go back and revisit that because I, I kind of got what he was getting at. It was kind of like seeding people, you know, to these places where there were no people. Um, well, an, over, an overabundance of kids in a time where kids in and of themselves, much less being born, were a very hard thing to keep naturally, much less to that extent. So it's the yeah. idea of, you know, there were, you know, like when they showed um, Russia and a few of these other cities and it's like, yeah, the population, according to the census at this point, was 500,000 people. Look at the city. This is a city that clearly can hold several million people. And yeah. uh, then there's a bunch of kids, just a bunch of fucking orphaned kids in a time where it was demeaned and not something that was per the societal st- status quo of being OK. And now they're starting to ship them everywhere. So Joe and I were talking about, I said, that was actually the part, that entire first hour, that the, the cities, the orphanages, um, the baby farms, all of that was something that I felt like I had heard before. Um, and then it all just kind of, he kind of tied it all together for me where it was like, I felt like I knew these individual things, but I hadn't connected the dots. And then he did that for me in that first hour. And I went, oh shit, that's yeah, a whole like, different way of looking at that time period than I had ever seen. Yeah. The build up to it, the first hour, like you said, is a great foundation for the next yes. fucking four. Uh, if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about with this documentary, the link is in the last show on the audio feed, uh, or I can put it in this one too. But Janet, deplorable Janet, has just joined us. Janet! Janet, she looks frozen. She's. Can, yeah. Like you guys all look frozen to me too. Can you hear me? We can hear that's you, yeah. Because we can hear you. We so that's cool. You. That's strange. I just want you but to talk to you. But hello, all your beautiful faces. Well, it's hello. time for you to have a shitty connection this time, I guess, huh? <laughs> uh-huh. How are you, Janet? I'm fantastic. How are all my favorite people? Oh, we're good. Yeah, real good. better now. Talking about weird shit like usual. <laughs> I know. I love it. And I just have to say, I really love the show with the whiskey, beer, and conspiracy podcast. That was a lot of fun. I laughed. It literally had great energy. the entire oh, time yeah time. it was so fun yeah dude the the cop story on that one was uh 
<laughs> quite oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Y'all are giving him so much shit the whole time. <laughs> but like in the best way, you know what I mean? Especially yeah, at the right. very end where like you took them all out and just left the gun at the scene. Like and he's he was like, I didn't so even cool call him back up. Yeah. <laughs> well, in his what really what really what really got to me with with what his stories were were the exact things that he said where he's like these are the stories that we talk about when we've had a shitty day hey you remember that time when you know so and so yada 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 and he goes these are the things that don't get airtime and it, it, it it's a very micro glimpse of a huge problem in our country where the awesome awesome things that are done by the military the firefighters law enforcement you got you know the uh, our medical staff they never are the ones that get airtime why do we live in a world where the good news that happens in our countries is not higher promoted than the shit that's happening. Yeah. I don't understand that. Yeah, society is hey, it's like you are. In totally negative. Like you have to try hard to find the good news. You know what I mean? Yeah, right, I right. It's hard to find it. And the good news is sometimes fake. It's about all these people got vaccinated. Isn't that fantastic? Oh, my like, God. Oh, that's right. not the good news I want to hear. I want to hear <laughs> yeah. some real good news. Yep. Hey, I thought you said you were going to put on a bra. I did. <laughs> oh, they, your chesticles were jumping a lot while you left. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Trust me. It's either that or tuck them into my pants. I don't I have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You roll them up and then tack them like sticky notes. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> I'll just throw them over my shoulders and we're good to go. Just got wild. I think I need another beer. Uh, that's probably a good idea <laughs> hey th thanks for jumping on janet cheers everybody you're welcome cheers. So we were talking about the vaccine and i wanted to say something uh um, yes sir so i i have uh two owners where i work um and they could not be like polar opposites on what they believe in this situation so i had a conversation with one of them about uh like he's not vaccinated i'm not we agree on all of this stuff um and then the other owner is like diehard, like if you can get the vax, get it. Like you should totally go and get it. I got it the minute I. He was like one of the first people to get it. Uh, That's not a good work environment. He got Trump's. <laughs> he got yeah. Trump's vaccine. What a bigot. Yeah right. Uh, but <laughs> the one that is for the vaccine came up and asked me. He was like, "So are you vaccinated?" And I was like, <laughs> "Nah, man." He was like, "You should get it." I said. I'm never getting that shit. <laughs> and he was like, okay. And just like, locked up. that's funny. Like, One of my coworkers said the same thing. He was like, did you get your shot yet? And I was like, fuck no. And he's like, oh, okay. I got mine on Saturday. It made me sleep all day the next day. I'm all, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, cool story. I was like, anyway, and this... This is like one of my one of my good coworker friends, and I I didn't know where to go from there, so I just kind of like changed the subject. But yeah. Janet, do you have any uh, you know, like interesting news on the vaccine or medical front? You know what? Like, God love my husband. He's in a place that um, I can't disclose what the name of it is, but they've already had like the segregation for a while where um, unvaccinated people cannot use the cafeteria on site um you still have to get tested every day you have to wear a mask do they make them use uh separate water fountains too and uh, works they have a oh, like um can employees there that 
not been. Can you guys still hear me? Okay, now can you guys still hear me? Yeah. Hold on. You cut out at. All right. Hold on. Yeah, we're seeing this everywhere. Okay. The, the can you hear me now? Yeah, that's much better. That's so weird. Yeah, but um, so now like it's a hostile work environment because his boss is like shit talking the employees that don't have it. And it's like to the point where he's very like hostile toward those employees and, you know, making shitty comments to the ones who have been vaccinated about the ones who haven't. So, yeah, it's been really interesting for him lately. That's crazy. Oh, I can't see any of you guys. Oh, we see you just on. going on. The we're, damn, saying, we're, we're saying all the magic words. words. Yeah, yeah, we're saying all the That's words. So that I don't weird. Want to say. But I yeah. mean, I'm waiting for the point where uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for the point yeah, where it's... we have to use separate water fountains. I mean, like talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Repeating itself or at least rhyming quite a bit. Dude, I mean, it's it's getting to that point where we're very close. And I told I told my girlfriend tonight she got really mad when I said this. I said in two years, they're going to try to put us in camps. That's my timeline. Like in two years, you and I will be in a camp. It's really. I uh, think it'll be less than that. Yeah. So I uh, deliver beer. Um, that's my job. <laughs> and you're saving I, the world, bud. I know, right? <laughs> but I'll go into places like I'm. The minute like they took off mask mask restrictions, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm not. I'm not wearing it." Like my boss says, "Oh, wear it at work, whatever." I was like, "If places aren't wearing them, like making it, you know, I'll be." courteous if they want me to wear a mask i'll wear it but like it's funny because i'll go in without my mask and so they assume i'm vaxxed or whatever and they'll just start shit talking their employees that aren't and i'm like man this just got really fucking awkward yeah how do you my boss or my company says to also wear one anyway whether you're vaxxed or not no matter what the the actual guidelines for our state are it's company-wide just wear it all the time and i'm like yeah it's not gonna happen sorry fire me right I'm yeah. going to log out and log back in, you guys, because it's being retarded. Okay. All right. We'll see you in a second. retarded. All right. <laughs> yeah, I just got a thing from, from my boss today that was like, uh, it was to the whole, like, department, you know, like, students, faculty, staff, and it was like, right. we str- because we're in Texas, they <laughs> legally cannot mandate the vaccine or masks and, and anything like that anymore. Yeah. And because we're a state entity, they definitely can't. It's not like they're a private business that can mandate things. So, but they strongly recommend, like my boss and I, like was like strongly recommend we do this. And he had like a whole thing, like, you know, and they're great people. I'm not disparaging the people I work with. They're, they're fantastic, but it was like the vaccines are proven effective. Uh, you know, they're all this stuff. And I was like, according to who, you know what I mean? Like I can, but I can't, I can't say anything. You know what I mean? I just kind of sit there quietly and just be like, mm-hmm. And uh, but it's like, according to who, like you can tell where these people are getting their information from. And I just want to like deepen my my being. I'm like, I just want to send them like the link to the VAERS database, you know, and obviously, yeah, there's some like issues with that because it's like self-reported or whatever. But the amount of things on there that should terrify you, you know, the symptoms absolutely like. Literally, I bet you could find someone's dick like the symptoms of like the vaccine. Someone's dick fell off like it's that much stuff That's happening big fear isn't it <laughs> it's like when you dude i'm like afraid to lose park. my dick man it's like in South it's park all i've got left too much gluten and their penis just starts fucking gyrating and blows off like a rocket 
Yeah, like Jeff Bezos. Yeah, Jesus. that's a YouTube video. <laughs> I think they've made that. It's on, uh, it's on South Park. Oh, South Park. Oh, that's... South Park episode when they eat too much gluten. They, oh, and they, they smell their ass off and then they die. Dude, South My Park. My favorite ones where he gets uh, ball cancer. Ball cancer, wheel, yeah. Wheel their balls oh, around okay. in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> and they, they hop they on them. They start hopping around on them. Dude. Like a hippity. <laughs> dude, I will say South Park is... Like they predict, I mean, got legal weed, man. I watched, uh, I, you know, I'm going back watching like older ones from like, you know, 15 yeah. years ago, and they're calling shit way. Yeah. Time. I mean, these guys, they're fucking geniuses, but their most like, recent shit with like the, the vaccine episodes, yeah. the pandemic special, and the QAnon stuff, I was like, I couldn't tell what they were thinking. I was like, what their stance I, was. Yeah. I, I could not tell at all. I could I not tell. I think that's by design is because they want right. to. They want to keep their audience without pissing off half of them that might be Q-tards or half of them or that getting are getting banned you know, or yeah, pissing or off banned. the wrong person that could literally pull them off the air. I don't know. Dude, I don't know how they haven't gotten banned at this point. Well, especially for the <laughs> older shit, you know, like when PC was not as big of a deal, you know, political correctness. I mean, the shit they would say. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, like the whole, Cartman is literally like a white supremacist, like, uh, you know, neo-Nazi throughout the entire show. Oh, yeah. And that Mel Gibson episode, especially. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's, but it's fantastic. Like, I, I love that. Like, it makes me like long for like, what was, you know, the past in, in yeah, a sense, like early you know? 2000s comedy, man, it's gone. It's dead. Man. Yeah. You but even think about like anymore. before, you know, it makes you think like before 9-11, all this shit, like what the fuck like how far how quickly too have we disintegrated because i remember like when obama got elected you know i i was like i don't know 12 or something i don't know 2008 i don't fucking know but yeah i was 12 jesus, jesus. I'm, I'm young sorry guys uh, but like i was like excited i was like cool a black president like i was like this guy's awesome and same thing with uh with uh well who's after obama trump oh but when trump got elected i was like Oh God! Like what? I was in college. I was like, "What's happening?" You know, we're all fucked. And then it took, um, but it was on election night. This was like my big red pill moment. I'd always been into like aliens and shit like that, but my big red pill moment was election night, 2016. I'm in the dorms. We're all watching the you know results roll in. I went to a liberal arts school with a bunch of theater nerd dorks, and uh, you know when I saw all these people just start like crying as if they were about to oh be lined up and shot by a firing squad, <laughs> something clicked in my brain where I was like, okay. And I was still like upset. You know, I was like, kind of like, I was like, whatever, but I was like, you know, kind of shitty, like shit talking Trump and stuff. And it took me like two years into his presidency, like all the pizza gate stuff. And I got really deep in all, all these things. And I was like, rain in the oh. swamp. Yeah. I was like, okay, here, I then I realized I was like, okay, yeah, we're definitely being lied to. And then I just went full force into it. Cause like, like I said, I was always into aliens and like weird shit, but then like the truth, like my true awakening was that night, election night, 2016. when I was like, all of the oh. memes of people just going, uh, when yeah. you got elected, that was literally like my experience. Like I was sitting next to people and they're just like crying. Literally. They thought they were going to be lined up and shot the next day. And I was like, I was working at a beer bar at the time when we had the elections on. And I, I remember watching them. I was fucking what, 21 ish, 22 ish, <laughs> somewhere around there. Uh, and I was the same. I was like, fuck, I cannot believe this motherfucker just got elected. And like, then on election night in 2020, like, you and I were joke. like, I can't believe this. So I fucking guy got elected. <laughs> you know, we were like, this oh is God. fucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's you know, it's good. Oh, I was going to ask because um, I've talked about this last night on our live stream. 
the, all this stuff with the election audits, do y'all know more than I do on this? Because I can't find really any updates or anybody who's like keeping up with this stuff. Apparently some shit's about to come out um, like seven states or something like that. Or yeah, Miss Emily shared something about like seven or eight states that are supposed to switch. But I don't. Yeah. Do y'all have y'all heard anything? Are y'all keeping up with that? Um, I, so that's part of the political area that I just haven't given a shit about because you've yeah. got the, the, you know, the, the one side that's saying they're the big lie, there's no widespread election fraud and you know, all that. And then you've got the other side that's like, Trump's going to be back in at the end of August, which I think is just fucking funny. Yeah. But that would be such a first though. I mean, what has I'm this down ever for it, happened? Though. Like, this has never happened. It would be hilarious if he came back in. I, I just want to watch. Yeah, I'm I'm with y'all on that. Kyle said Kyle was like, I even if that does happen, I don't think Trump will come back. Is what? And well, I, I like, think they it would just be a, a constitutional crisis. Um, yeah, and right. I think I think that's why we see the people in power now, like trying so hard to get these election laws in place that they want, like basically, like so they can never lose again. Because I think yes. they know that we all know that something was fuckety. You know, yeah. with with everything. Oh, yeah. Um, they, they had to secure that last election so that they could change it for the next election and anything after that. Like yeah. I, that, that's kind of like my thing is that I don't think that they ever planned on Biden staying in. Uh, even the Democrats are talking about him taking a cognitive test now, and I, which I called way, way before the election. I'm like, yeah, no, dude. they're going to they're going to wait till he gets in and then they're going to and then his own side is going to make him have a cognitive test mm -hmm. so that they can remove him and Kamala can take the mantle, which has been, in my opinion, their plan all along. As yeah. soon as that happens, you're going to see some shit get passed. Biden, so, Biden is definitely not running. Like, no matter what, he's, he's a, Manchur a Manchurian the, candidate. The you know? He's a fucking puppet. You know, there's so many people behind the scenes that, I, that they're the ones doing all the work. And it's and I guess we can, you know, I, I don't like really talking about this stuff. I just was curious yeah. if y'all knew anything, but I will give my conspiracy theory on this that I haven't really heard anyone else talk about. Shoot. And then we can we can move on. So like what you said, they're going to get Biden out probably after the midterm is my assumption. Kamala will come in and then you she gets wait that long. And then she gets to appoint a vice president. Right. Oh, God. I think she's going to appoint <laughs> Hillary Rodham Clinton. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Just like a slap in the face. That's my conspiracy theory. I don't think it. You know, I don't it's a like far-fetched one. You I don't, don't think like it's going to be Stacey there, Abrams, though. I think Stacey oh, Abrams, she's like the voice of riots and discontent all over. But she's so great and smart. Mm -hmm. I was worried that it would be her. Yeah, I, anyway, I, I, I think that Jen's a little bit more on point. I think that regardless of who they do, I, I think that I think that you guys both kind of hit one thing. I do believe it's going to be a female. Um, so that there can be a look at the first, you know, president, vice president, full female uh, staff. And I also believe that they are going to really push this quote unquote sexism and racism issue just into a whole nother level. I think that they're going to try to split that wide open. You yeah, I mean, there are cool have. If yeah. people just didn't talk about it, we can acknowledge sure. that people come from different places and look different without yeah. making it a big fucking deal. Like, we don't have to celebrate it or not celebrate. Like, we don't have to. We can care in a quietly way. <laughs> I, well, I, I, said I don't that care about men, women, races. I just, yes, we're different. But, like, we don't have to talk about it I said it, it in the Discord the, the other day. I'm like, I don't a... care if you want to identify as a, a purple bridge, do it. Just shut the fuck up about it well, and no, let us go on with our right lives. Right now, there are men, women. There's 
you know, Asian, black, Hispanic, white. It doesn't have to be that big I've, of a deal. It's so basic and so stupid. It's so I, exactly. It's so basic and so stupid, which is exactly why they do it, because even the stupidest people can understand it. And if they get swayed, then everybody is divided. Like my 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 thing with the whole race and sexism things. And I'm like, look, the idea of saying that we're not different is absolutely 100 percent mentally retarded. But different does not mean unequal. If, if we can if we can acknowledge that we're different without it being in an in, in instant like dissonance between each other like it's one of those why should we not also in all in the same breath all be able to admit we're all different and we're all equal it's who cares and who and who gives a a shit like it's all (laughs) you hear anymore yeah i think if more people just tended to their own garden and their own chickens they would have a lot less of these problems because they'd be like yes hey neighbor i got eggs over here you got you got tomatoes (laughs) i got some bacon And you'd be like, wait a minute, you don't look like a boy. No, I don't think they'd be like, no, you have tomatoes, I have eggs. Cool, we can do that and then fuck off. You know? Yeah, exactly, dude. And I think um, I think y'all hit it right like that. And that's how I grew up. You know what I mean? I grew up like, yes, people are different, but that's how we grew up. too. It doesn't mean any, you know, and and now they're just like, but oh, gosh, this this stuff just drives me drives me crazy. But I will say, like, I guess maybe to change gears, maybe to not. Um, I said this last night, um, if they do a federal vaccine mandate, I will consider an act of war on the American people. Like, that's how I will interpret that action. You know what I mean? A lot of people will. Yeah. And I would act accordingly. You know what I mean? I'm like, fuck, you know, that's when the guns come out. You know what I mean? That's how we end up in camp. Not assault rifles. Yeah. Yeah. Defense rifles. Defense rifles. I don't I don't have assault rifles. I have defense rifles. None of my rifles are scary. They just all kill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's not. I said this is my car. I got the defensing is yeah. like, I'm not talking about like because I said everybody needs to stock up on ammo. He's like, no, don't go there. I was like, yes, go there. I was like, not for an attack, <laughs> but for defense. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not for an offensive thing. It's literally for a defense, which is also written in the Constitution. Um. Yeah. Yep. That's why we have it in there, hey, so we can protect ourselves. But that's just a piece of government. paper, dude. Don't you know? It was written by old racist white dudes. How dare you, you bigot? I mean, that last part is partially true. Partially true. Yeah. <laughs> see, we can we can ex- it's like we can see the wrong, like the bad in like our you know our founding and things like that. We can acknowledge it, but like we have to be able to move on from that. And that's exactly. anything in life. You know what I mean? At if least Puds, they had decent intentions back then. Yeah. If like... Puds calls me like a fucking fag, you know, like I know, like he meant it as like, hey, shut the fuck up. But like, I have to, it's up to me to like be able to move on from that. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And that's anything in life. You get, you get, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was the listening. Principle. It's the principle of the Constitution. It doesn't matter right. who the people are who wrote it. Look at the words on there. Look at the ideas they had. Who gives a fuck about their lives and what they did? Sorry, right. that made me sound Everybody ignorant. now but, but, gives <laughs> a fuck about their lives. Yeah. <laughs> but look at the principle of it. It makes sense. It's kind of like a. It's like the Ten Commandments. Um, we're not religious. They were raised super religious, Joe and Ben. But super the Ten Commandments, ben. it's a good principle. Like it doesn't matter if it it's was written guidelines. by God. It's literally like, hey, don't kill people. Nice. Yeah. And don't steal from people. And don't, and don't fuck your neighbor's dick. wife. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, you, yeah. That. I mean, we I mean, we've seen all, we've all seen that video. You know, yeah. it goes. It's not good. Uh, that well, usually ends up in breaking the killing one. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but exactly. And I think that's so important. Like it's the principle of it. And that's with anything too. You know, it's like, don't attack the person, uh, attack the ideology or, or the, you know what I mean? And I think people need to kind of get back to like the, like, what are your, if someone had to ask you, like, what are your principles? Like, I think most people would have to take a step back and be like, shit, I, I never thought know. about it like that. Oh. Yeah. That's because a lot of them don't, especially those college kids. If you ask them, like, I want you to take out the two party system. I want you to take out everything that you think, you know, what are your morals? What are your principles? What do you feel like they 90% of them are like, uh, I do what I'm told. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, it's scary, you know, and trust me, I was there. I was, you know, when I was sheep when I was in college, same thing. I just always kind of was like, oh, this is, you know, this is what people think and and all this stuff. And um, liberal arts. Yeah. Liberal arts. (laughs) That's what that's what school and college teach you. You're a fucking sheep the whole time. You don't actually have any. You actually pay to get fucked. You know, you you have to be at class by the bell rings. And then, you know, if you don't go to class then bad shit happens and whatever, like you have to do what you're told that whole time. And you never actually have like freedom of thought. Yeah, no. Well, that's exactly what they don't want. What makes me sad is like 95% of the people that like were my friends in in college and things like, like they don't talk to me anymore because during, it's actually funny during the whole George Floyd thing, uh, people were like losing their skulls on social media. And I just was (laughs) like, I posted a meme about like, don't let these lizard people like steal your loose or something like that. And these people fucking blew me up. They were like, how dare you talk about lizard people when black people are literally being murdered in the streets. And I was like, okay, dude, lizard lives matter. Yeah. for um, I don't know about that. (laughs) It appears we have reached an impasse. Yeah. I was like, okay, if you can't if you can't laugh at the lizard people joke, then uh, I don't think we were ever friends. No, but that's that's becoming a new thing as well, is that comedians who had a license to say things for the purpose that they were effed up and funny are now being called out for a Twitter post that they made six years ago with complete satire or making a joke because, you know, their job is being a comedian. And now they're not allowed to do that anymore. Uh, Bill Maher, he was talking about that. He's like, I was a comedian for years before I started doing stuff. I had a show in the 90s called Politically Incorrect for the purpose of making fun of things that typically are taboo that you're not supposed to make fun of. You can't do that anymore. You can't do a comedy sketch on a, on a college campus anymore and actually rip up the different demographics that are there because everybody gets their feelers hurt. Yeah, It's like, you can't, you can't do that anymore. And it's absolutely ridiculous. That's one thing I think I can say this for Kyle too, that we both really appreciated about the tinfoil hat comedy show in Dallas is because like, I felt like I was in the old days of comedy. Yeah, I bet. They don't give a shit, you know? Well, and that's awesome. It was refreshing. That's part of what is really cool about Rockfin is the idea that how they have it set up is, you you know, you can say whatever the fuck you want and they're not going to take it off like YouTube. Yeah. We're in a tiny little place right now, I think, where I know you guys were talking about being in camps in two years or whatever. I'm, that terrifies me very much, oh, but yeah. I do think that we're in this middle place right now where we had the weird COVID stuff happen and something horrible is coming, but we're still mm-hmm. in that middle ground where we can kind of do stuff. We can go into a store without wearing a mask still. We don't have to show a vaccine card yet, and we don't have to get the vaccine. No one's knocking on our doors. 
I don't know if it's Even coming. Even though they said they were gonna. But we're in this. T- we're in this. I don't know. I'm like looking at a timeline in my head, and I'm like, there is this tiny little uh, gap of years where no one had to do anything at all, and we're there. I don't know how long it will last, but we're super lucky, and I'm very grateful to be there right now. And I'm trying to sure. figure out what to do to plan for the next, the next transition into whatever is going to happen. Growing food. I don't know it's, if you guys are thinking yeah. that way, but. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, and it's terrifying to like see how things are going and like we don't know what's coming. And but like you said about people knocking on doors, I would I would not take that job. You couldn't pay me enough no. to take that job. I would be terrified to be one of those people, dude. The, so many people are gonna get shot from that. Like I know, and I would I would be so nice to those people. Door. I would open the door and be like dude go away like i promise like you can just say you gave me the vaccine like please leave i would be super nice because i get it i've had shitty jobs but yeah. if they're sometimes they're assholes it's like being a mall cop i feel like the same person that wants to be a mall cop no offense if you guys have ever done that but if the same person who wants to be a mall cop is like the type of personality that's gonna want to like knock on doors and be like i'll make him take the vaccine you know you have to think of the the person who's coming to knock on your door is not going to be the brightest bulb on the tree, you know? <laughs> yeah. it's... No, but I do. I do think that on both sides of that uh, proverbial door are going to die when it comes to that. It's going to be the guys knocking and there's going to be people in their homes being shot for shooting the people so that are knocking. I think that's part of the plan, though, is to have people do that. That's such, such an insane thing to do. They've got to know there's going to be some hicks out there. They're going to be like, fuck you, bam. A, a and, lot of people. And guess what they're going to do? They're being like, crazy anti-vaxxer shoots government officer just trying to check on them. This is how they're going to spin that They'll shit. Doing a wellness checkup. Oh, so well, everyone in the house. Like, so that's maybe that's a situation now. That's something I hadn't thought of, guys. We go to camps. People come knocking on the door. They go. You ruined Jen's brain. No, I'm just saying <laughs> that's, that's where I might be like, okay, I'll take it because you're not killing my family. I just, I don't yeah. want to well, take the va- So what that does, though, now that that idea is in my head, I'm going to be planning for that next because I'm an asshole when it comes to being 10 steps ahead. So I will make sure that if something happens where they come to our door, we'll have vaccine cards or we just won't be here. We'll just always be out. Bug out bag. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of those one of those those like, you know, when it comes to like the government coming to your door and, you know, conflict that that with that that entails one of those first. um, I had never really thought about that until what maybe a year or two ago I was on a Saturday, I was just sitting around watching YouTube videos and, you know, YouTube, I don't know why they did this, but they suggested this documentary about Waco and Ruby Ridge. Uh-huh. And, um, 1992. Yeah. And, and how, um, everyone thought Waco was like a big deal, but then Ruby Ridge, like I thought it was way worse. I mean, this, the, the, the feds literally like assassinated this dude's family in front of him for like a minor a weapons chart like infraction you know what i mean i was like what there's the fuck they didn't like just go talk they, they were it's well, the like i wouldn't the... talk that's why it got to the point well but like, no but they still like literally like blew his wife's brains out while she was holding her newborn no, baby I, I mean, I trying know. to get through their front door killed, she was walking story, back actually. in What's through her front rich? door yeah killed, killed his son so, uh so, you know his young son i mean just the the if y'all if people who are listening like if you don't know the full story of Ruby Ridge and Waco, you have to look into it because it was 
I mean, that sets precedent for the government literally just like murdering civilians. I'll send, I'll send you the documentary that I saw. I can't remember what platform it's on, but it's only about an hour long and they document the whole thing. Um, and uh, basically what it came down to and what I loved about this documentary was that they said from the officers that uh, were involved in it and a few of the other things like, yeah, one step at a time, the feds just fucked up the entire investigation and they actually were capable of saying that in the documentary. Um, and it, the first time I heard it, I, I had had a conversation. I think this was last year um, during the Rona's. I had a conversation with my mom about it and I was like, obviously I was two when it happened. So I'm like, Hey mom, do you remember this? And she's like, Oh yeah. Yep. I sure do. And the way that they labeled it is not anything like what that documentary said. They made these people out to be Nazi villains and uh, things of that nature that, you know, suppress that tried to resist, um, you know, uh, with good intent, a warrant and all of this stuff. And it was like, that's not how that happened at all. Well, you know, that's <laughs> not how it happened, too, because they ended up dropping the charges like that dude's a. Free yeah. Oh, they got I mean? a bunch of money out of it, too. Oh, yeah. Well, well, same thing with honestly, I think something that showed like the true side of it pretty well is they released a, a 10 episode miniseries. Oh, really? On Netflix. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched that. Yeah. And, yeah well, that's what it showed. That's what made me look into it is that series came out and I was like, OK, I can't trust Netflix. Let's go to the YouTube. But they did a really good job. They did do a really good job. The yeah. Feds just fucked up every step of the way. Like, and I'm pretty sure the guy who was the head agent at at the Waco massacre yes. is the head. He's trying to become the head of the ATF if he's not already. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's yeah. terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. And uh yeah, that, once I watched that, I was like, oh, they have no problem literally just coming in and murdering people. I mean, same thing with like Breonna Taylor, even that like I was yeah. always that's common. Like go back, going back to common sense, like, yeah, that should not have happened. How it, it just did. shouldn't have. It should not have happened how it did. And people it's just like the media just completely flips how things are portrayed. Yeah, but when they just, just storm into a house and the guy's like, oh, somebody's in my house, I'm going to shoot. And then they shoot back and kill an innocent bystander. Yeah. Like, yeah the media is going to capture. The media is going to capitalize on any chance they get. And that was a great one, but they don't show all the other ones where shit like that doesn't happen. They don't show the, the, you know, hundred to one ratio of the, where things go right. And everything turns out fine. They show the 1% where things go fucking crazy sideways. And they're like, look at this. This is happening all over the place. This is happening all the time. Yeah. And if you look around, it's really not, it's just, it's the, not, you it's just, just see one it on of those the TV. things that should never happen ever ever so yeah I, I don't i'm not saying that it should have been broadcast the way it was but i mean no george it, floyd should have never if happened ever came either into our house and you had your gun like you would shoot them and then Absolutely. if it was an fbi agent they would and i just came out and i was like hey babe what's going on they'd blast me in the face like just absolutely cause... <laughs> yeah. yeah so jen if you go on it's a karen if, get her if you go on a it's a PBS documentary, 53 minutes on it was the uh, PBS one. Yes. Yeah, it's, it looks like this. Um, it's on Amazon prime. Uh, it, if you just do that seven day trial with PBS or you can rent it or whatever. Anyway, that's the one that's actually a documentary sure and they YouTube did a really good too. job. I, they I might be on YouTube. It is on you. I think it's on YouTube somewhere like a ripped copy, but I'll check yeah, it out. That, I kind of want to know the story now. Cause I have no idea. It'll, it'll, it's, it'll piss you off. 
Yeah. I get it. It's I true. hate watching stuff like that, but there's so much of that happening where yeah. there's common sense. Even my daughter, my 15 year old daughter, has a job now. She works at a water park as a lifeguard. And I oh, told awesome. her the other day, I'm like, you're so smart. Just the way she handles things. She tells me, I had this woman yell at me because I told her kid to put on a life vest and he's two and he doesn't know how to swim. And she yelled at me. And I was like, you're doing a great job, honey. You're so smart. And she looked at me and she says, am I? Am I so smart? Or are just most people really stupid? <laughs> oh, snap. Like, yeah. Uh, I, I was very surprised by that comment because it's super true. And I was super like, oh, true. You are very, you are very that smart. That might be but, the uh, yeah. line of the night since the title of this show is you can't fix stupid. And most people are fucking stupid. Yeah. yeah. Jen, once again, you deserve the legit bet. Yeah, you win the legit bat for the night, and so does Maddie does actually. Big dumb podcast. Before we uh, get out of here, guys, you want to tell us hanging on your wall, right? Yeah, yeah. Is it easy to take down so we can see it? It's just on two nails, and we can just pick it up. And do you want to see it? Yeah, I want to see it. Show me your hair. Yeah, I did. Before we get out of here, legit bat. Trust, trust me. Between me and Joe, it's the only legit bat. I heard that. I liked it. On one of y'all's episodes, I listened to like four of y'all's episodes today because I had to go go out of town for deliveries. Oh, uh, right on. And uh, one of them was when y'all, uh, Jen, you actually told his name is legit. Dick joke story. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah! That's, that's the, the original, original, the one and only, the legend. legend. You can barely, you can barely see, see the legit anymore. Whoa, Whoa I'm, I'm hearing, hearing a lot, a lot of, echo. of echo. Yep, sorry, that's weird, on our weird. end. Something happened. Uh, let me. Uh, weird, weird. Yep. Up, up, top left, right there. You got to re click the, the. Are we good now? Audio. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There's a ton of our wedding pictures where I have the bat, and it was a joke. Like, I have it <laughs> like this, and I'm actually a lefty, so it was hard for me to hold it with my right hand, like I'm holding it now. And yeah. I was like, just posing with Joe, and they're like, <laughs> a lot of people were like, Oh, you're like beating him into, and I was like, no, no, oh no, you're stupid. No, sorry, that's not how our wedding. Wow, we made it, wow, we made it like a backyard barbecue. Our whole ceremony was like ten minutes and super funny, and then we provided free beer and food for everybody, and we're just like, please have at it and have fun, and we're not going to do any activities. We had a live band, like we just wanted everyone to like piss off and oh, have fun. Like that's the best. Don't. Wedding. Yeah, we were God, like, I was so oh, trashed. We're not I like, think my record gonna... for a wedding ceremony is like in and out four minutes. It was fantastic. Ooh. Damn. Yeah. And Mine then we just party too long. Yeah. Yours was ridiculous. <laughs> but anyway, but That's guys, awesome. this has been like a lot of fun. I don't know if y'all are trying to wrap it up. I mean, I'm down for whatever, but this has been yeah. awesome. Like we got to we definitely got to like do this more often because yeah. it's hard oh, to yeah, find for sure. good people just to fucking chit chat with. I agree so much. Like we have, we have a lot of people who we can talk to who have a lot of information, uh, who they can fill into our brains and we're like, okay, I got it. Uh, and then we're done. But we, <laughs> we do talk to a lot of people also where we could just shoot the shit for three hours. And we're like, uh, we have to come to where you live and just hang out and have a real fireside chat. Yeah, have a That's live what I want to do. I want to be like, let's do live shows with people all around the country. Like Janet, like that's on the bucket list. We have to go and like fly. That would around. be so cool. That'd be so cool. Just, you know, come. everybody would come to the free state of Texas. We could make it happen. Yeah. You know? yeah. We need to have our own legit bat con. Yeah, we should. 
But we should make it mobile. We should do legit bat yeah. content like all over the place. We got a legit Batmobile. Finally, yeah. We need a van. Oh my god, too Batmany, but I will work on I'll it. I'll just steal my van from work and retrofit it with microphones and everything <laughs> in it, and like uh, acoustic panels, and we can just drive oh around god. everywhere. Fuck, fuck my company. We'll look That'd like be one that. of those things where you actually pull people in off the street and be like, "Hi, we're a podcast." This is our big van. I swear to God, we don't have candy, but would you like to answer some questions? But we like also cash cab, do but have like candy. way more fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you if you like candy and you're into that, we have that, but we also have White Claw. But yeah, you guys, <laughs> tell, tell everyone where we can find you, what all of your uh, ats and such like sure, are. Yeah. So we're uh, we're the Big Dumb Podcast. We're on all platforms. Uh, we're also on the Podcasting 2.0 platform. Um, which I think you guys are too. I've seen you guys on some of those uh, podcasting 2.0 apps. Um, we're also on Twitter at the big dumb pod. Um, and then all of our links, we have a link tree. We'll send that to you guys. So you can throw it in the description. That way you can find our in individual profiles and then our, our show uh, shit on social. So, but guys, thanks for like doing this with us. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. And then I guess, because we will put this out on our end, where can people find you guys for people that are, are listening? Oh, well, we are Legit Bat Podcast, <laughs> and you can find us fucking everywhere. Just Google Legit Bat Podcast. You will see all of our shit, or you can just go to LegitBat.com. We have our social links and our Rockfin link up there. Instagram, it's easy to find us, Legit Bat Podcast. Facebook, same thing. What else do we have? Is that You're it? You're not on Twitter. I've looked for you. I can't find No. I don't fuck with Twitter. That place is a fucking <laughs> garbage dump, dude. I don't want anything to do with anybody Twitter on Twitter. Twitter and YouTube can suck a dick. <laughs> Fair yeah, enough. we're like old people in that way where we're like, okay, but no Twitter. <laughs> That's the only just, one we don't I just go don't to. need another one. Like, we have enough yeah. shit going on. I'm like, I don't need to deal with people's 200 character fucking sarcastic, passive aggressive tweets. I'm good. I do want to yeah, follow Birds Aren't like Real, though. Six freaking 200 character rants together, and it's like, yeah. I will I will say this, though. If you guys Red, want yeah. to uh, reach out to us, we do have a, uh, a Discord for just general topics and conversation. Uh, love hearing people's new thoughts. Uh, so if you guys want to jump in on that, just reach out to us and we'll give you guys uh, the invite. Yeah, I just joined. Corey, I just Corey's joined always on there talking oh, shit. Oh, sweet. That's awesome. Corey will yeah. be, uh, you know, hitting the JMO and talking weird shit. We love that guy. He'll keep you <laughs> yeah, company so if we can't respond. Yes, that's true. Something I've been wanting <laughs> yeah. to do, and we've talked about this with some other podcasts, is like getting like a, a giant Discord together. I don't know if that's something y'all be interested in. We can talk about it, you know, later. Absolutely. But, uh, oh, but yeah. I think that'd be so, Discord's so fun, man. You can do all kinds of fun stuff. So anyway, but um, we'll talk about that. But guys, again, thank you so much. Uh, this has been fun. Thanks um, for coming on. I appreciate y'all. I, I love, I'd love to talk to y'all again soon. We will. Yeah, for we will. Sure. Thanks, man. So stick around after we stop and uh, we'll say proper goodbyes. Thanks to everybody in the live chat. Uh, you can catch this on audio. It'll be out either tonight or tomorrow. I don't know. It depends. But you can also catch it on a big dumb podcast stream. So good night, everyone. Thanks. Bye. See ya. That story. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.